At Corient, we provide wealth management services centered around you. That's how we got our name. Corient is the fusion of client and oriented, reflecting our dedication to placing you at the heart of every decision we make. Our goal is to exceed your expectations, simplify your life, and help you establish a legacy that lasts for generations. We've been helping high achievers like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 locations with extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Our teams put the power of our expertise into building you the custom wealth, investment, and family office solutions that can help you reach your holistic financial goals no matter how complex they may be. Speak with an advisor today at Corient.com. That's Corient.com. Sit back, reflecting how I got here I make my mind clear, only feel my nightmares Scribbling down, just so I don't forget it Look, looking around, I'm tired of the gimmicks I see it, you see me, I see it, I see it I be in my DM, I be in my Beamer Two-seater, you seem inconceited But to tell you the truth, shit, so am I Trying to get my pockets fat with no BMI Took me some time just to recognize Yeah, I got me no time left to realize What you wanna do with this little piece of land that you got I'm trying to plot a whole plan Don't mean to put you on the spot But who the fuck you think you got in your corner? Most of them only there for the moment I be on it Every fuck up, every mistake Sometimes I contemplate Can I feel the weight? My guy, you know, my guy, <laughs> my guy, hey, doing things other people wouldn't even consider. You know, I've been, I've Young, been watching, I've been watching uh, Sopranos recently, and uh, yeah. I, uh, this, this, this great saying that I've developed is because of it. Actually, it's copying exactly it, but you know, they say this thing of Oz, right? You know, mm. you know, he was he, Tony was talking to a character named Pussy. And uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I have yeah. to specify that because it's not, no, no, yeah. you know, yeah. um, and then what's it called? He was like, he was like, Hey, uh, how do you tell your kids about this thing of Oz? And I'm like, man, I love that yeah. as a terminology for work. Like me and you will be talking about our podcast. We'll be like, Hey man, listen, yeah. wh- wh- what should we do about this thing of ours? You know, no, it's, it's just, it adds a little flair to it. Nobody knows it's mysterious. Little Nobody- flair. Yeah. Can can can't even explain to my parents. Can't even explain to my family. <laughs> you go you go into the theater, you see four different pictures of people we interviewed, four different categories. People ask me what's the part about? I say it's the part for you. That's the only <laughs> answer I have because I can't give you a concrete answer, a detail. You look at the people we interviewed and it's the like the name I- the name is really uh embodiment of what the podcast is but also what it isn't <laughs> like yeah it, yeah the, we interview definitely ain't no good we yeah. interview like real great people yeah, yeah yeah no 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 don't get me wrong this is a good podcast <laughs> but it's no good in the sense that like you really don't know what you're getting of use from yeah, this podcast. To, yeah. yeah you don't like if something is good for you it is useful this podcast right here <laughs> the only thing that is <laughs> it's being useful in is for you to just spend time listening to us 
Like that's question for you. Yeah, man. So why did they fire the best medical profession or professional profession? in all of Canada? The best medical professional in all of Canada. Tell no me why they fired him. Uh, of who, course, the one and only Nick Nurse. <laughs> oh, you said medical. Is he not the best medical professional in Canada? Is he not? Why are you yelling? His last name uh, says it. Uh, he, he's his his. Oh yeah, Nick Nurse. Don't kill me. That's a horrible joke, bro. That was oh man. You see why I you're just, yelling, yo? Hey, I just, Mr. I just, EQ, dude. Yo, turn down your vocals, man. If you say that I'm yelling, turn down your vocals or turn up. Pick one or the other. I welcome to the No Good Podcast. We here today. We live in the building. What's up? Why did fire Nick Nurse? Tell us why. Why they fired Nick Nurse? Uh, yeah, let us know. Okay, I think personally, <laughs> there's so much that goes with it that like, I just there's a lot to dissect there. Well, give it just the very ABC for you know for the generic basketball sure. fan. Okay, that our followers right. are. I got you. I got you. The Raptors did not do as well as they expected this season, and because they didn't do as well as they were expected to this season. It was hard for them to say, hey, we didn't do a good job of building a team. And it was also hard for them to be like, hey, the players that we have aren't good enough because that would not be a smart move. So they just said, we're going to fire our coach and hope that makes a change. That was essentially (laughs) why Nick Nurse has gotten fired. Nick Nurse is still a pretty good coach X's and O's wise. He's going to be a coach in like a month on another team at some point, whether it's the Houston Rockets or maybe some other team, um, he's going to be a head coach. He's not a bad coach, but the way Nick nurse went about his business, uh, calling out players in the media, um, you know, not being on the same page with the front office, all that stuff. I think, I think that played a factor. Uh, so it's, there's a reason why I'll just say it like this. There's a reason that, the first ever NBA champion coach in franchise history who just won a championship for them four years ago or with them four years ago. And the coach of the year from three years ago is now all of a sudden fired after one bad season. There has to be a reason behind that because usually for a for a coach that that's good, like for a coach that is going to get hired in a month just because he's a good basketball coach. There has to be a pretty big reason for him to get canned after just one season. Mm, okay, okay. I'm just saying. To those no conspiracy theory. No, no, no. Hey, we, no conspiracy here, man. No conspiracy yeah, here. We are we, 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 uh, going down that level. I, I see where you're coming from. You make a very good point. I'm just saying but, there uh, has to be. There's like there has to be a bigger reason. A reason. Yeah, to why to he he got fired? Then then oh yeah, the team was disappointed. Yes, the team was disappointing, mm-hmm. but. That seems more like a cover for something else that like is, you know, not not in the sense that they're covering for some kind of heinous act that nurse has done. I'm not suggesting that, but I'm yeah, I'm yeah. suggesting, hey, maybe there was a miscommunication with the front office. Maybe they didn't see eye to eye on stuff. Maybe, you know, the players and him didn't see eye to eye and they just they need to change, you know. That's that's what yeah. it comes down to. Nikki Nurse, man. Got d- done. And the, the Raptors, like they got bigger issues than that, man. They got bigger issues than that. They got to figure out their roster. So that's a little quick update. I want to talk to you about a different sport, though, if you don't mind. 
Yeah, so she gives me. I go, bro, bro. I think a liver shot is the reason I would never get into professional fighting. <laughs> if if I've never seen a man take the knee like he's like like Gervonta Davis was the king of the north, the way Ryan Garcia did. That man really took he mm. he was like Daenerys. You are the you are the queen of the seven realms now. Yes. Like he was really that. Like it was like it was like the end of Black Panther two. Okay, when uh, what's it called? Namor was like, you know what? New Black Panther, you got this. You got the W. He knelt down, and it, th- I'm just saying, the way that the man actually bent down on a knee. I, I'm not, I'm a casual boxing fan. I'm gonna say this straight. Yeah. I have never I have never yeah. seen that in my life. I yeah. laughed. I laughed. I laughed. I thought that was funny. Because yeah. I was like, yo, I didn't even see like a knockout punch or anything. He just took a knee. So Yeah. Crazy. That's it. Well, That's all I gotta um, say about uh, about the <laughs> Davis and, and Garcia fight. Yeah. Well, let's just insert this clip right here of Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Connor who? Connor who? McGregor, he came right in, gonna give you the accent. He literally said, but S says I was yelling on the pod, but I told S five minutes ago to go and check himself and keep the altitude high like Mount Sinai. You feel me? But basically, Conor McGregor came into Ryan Garcia's locker room with his family, looked him in his face and said, you lost only one match. The next match you fight without a rehydration clause. Insert that clip right here. Effect to the body. He's one and all on you. Yeah. You are the two biggest names in the division. I want to see it again. Yeah. I want to yeah. see it again now, and I want to see it with no rehydration. But you are proud to do. You tried to pick him with the lead hook. Mate, all the respect in the world to you. You're the future. Thank the future is there, and I'm I'm watching you all the way. Boski popped into the family locker room dressed looking like the pumpkin man of Halloween saying yeah you only lost this match the very next match do without the rehydration clause and to a little extent I do understand that you know why because he was so dehydrated that if you notice once he got that body shot from Gervonta Davis it took him three full seconds for him to realize the shock he got the shock, he came back up, he popped up, threw a couple hooks, and then took a step back like he was going for a fadeaway J, and then basically his body collapsed. And you know why? Because he never had to cut so low before. And that's not an excuse I'm giving him for, but man, I would love to see a rematch. And second, uh, secondly sure. as well too, second Livy as well too, Ryan Garcia, the next match you gotta do better. Javante Davis is not your friend. Don't be showing up to live in the nightclub talking about going to a section. Can we be friends after this boxing match? It's not crochet. It's not tennis. It's not cricket. This is a blood sport. You don't go up to the person section and say, yo, let's be friends. It's not basketball or it's not soccer where you can convince someone to come onto your team. You're literally my family eats or your family eats. Pick one in the end I guess, of the day. Uh, I guess, well, I mean, to be fair, though, to be fair. To be fair, is it, I, let me should have gone to a section and be like, "Hey, let's be friends." I'll, du- I'll double side it. You said, you said, you said it's either him or him that their family yeah. eats, and it's in like boxing, you know, yeah. You know what, bro? Like, 
both guys get paid, bruh. Like they, 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 they what? You mean to tell me the amount? I don't know how much the the uh, per what is it? The purse was for this the purse, I yeah, yeah. I don't it was know. A couple of M's, yeah. A lot okay, of M's. Yeah, yeah, probably a lot of M's. By the way, I'll just say this right quick. If me, a casual boxing fan, is tapping into this fight, promoters did their job. Like I was, yeah. I, I I was willing to second screen basketball in order to watch this fight. Well, That's you didn't how... need to. This was the this is the biggest boxing fight of the year. Like it didn't need any more promotions. I guarantee you, you don't know any other fights coming up, or any other casual listener who no. is not to boxing knows any other fights coming up. This is the biggest fight of the year. It's done. It's over after that. Until they do a rematch, it's over. Nobody's fighting right now. Nobody of worth is is considered worth fighting for right now. You know, Tyson Furies is fighting a bunch of a bunch of people coming out from the London pub. You know, he's not fighting anybody who's really of his caliber. I've I've always wanted you know I mean? to do the Tyson Fury accent, man. It's such an incredible accent. Oh man. Yeah. You see his last couple of fights, he's fighting people coming out of the London pub. You know what I'm talking about, as those tall people coming out of the pub, six four, six five, a little bit stocky, six a.m. in the morning, right before they have to go home to the wife and kids. Those type of people who he's fighting in the in the ring, and it's not acceptable, man. It's not acceptable. I think the, the boxing guy, is in a bad place right now. This is the, the guy best who fight uh, boxing in a bad place. The guy who won uh, that fight, uh, man. Who am I? Yeah, you know the British boxer. He's heavyweight. He lost to this guy named Usyk or whatever, right? But sure, you're talking about uh, the British. You're talking about Anthony Joshua. That's his name, Anthony Joshua. Anthony yes. Joshua. He, yeah. he lost to he lost to Usyk. Yeah. I think Usyk and Fury should fight. That would be a cool fight. That would be a good match. Yeah, I like to see a lot of a, a lot good of little match. match. Uh, hey, listen, a good little I, match. Yeah, I uh, I don't I don't really know much about the the boxing side of things, so I'm not gonna speak like oh you're completely off on this or you're completely on on this. I just think no, whatever. Um, the coolest, the coolest part to me, what is um what I notice with boxing that is so different from any sport. Is the intros the yes. way people walk in? I love yeah. Chief Keith. Incredible yeah. selection. That was yeah. that was great. And, I love oh, yeah, that. I did. But then Ryan Garcia. Don't yeah. Yeah, it was that awful. song slaps as well. No, don't do that. That song slaps. <laughs> Who do you? That mean? song slaps. Oh, dude, that song is like one of the most. What was it again? Staple. I believe it was Oceans. That song is so powerful. Dude, as soon as I heard that song in the intro, on God, on this podcast, I picked up my bass guitar and I figured out three different progression chords. That was one of the very first songs I learned how to do a bass solo on because there's so much extra runway for you to figure out stuff, for you to go on a little jog on the guitar, go on a little, little sprint, go on a little morning brisk. And that song was definitely good. But I will say, Chief Keith Sosa. I haven't seen Chief Keith perform in over half a decade. He's yeah. a ghost. My bro, my bro lived, lived in Chicago, and I'm like, have you ever seen Chief Keith? Chief Keith doesn't go back to Chicago. He doesn't, he doesn't. perform yeah, at he any events, perform in Chicago. Yeah. no sporting events, He's no not live allowed. events. He doesn't even do concerts. He's not he allowed. Go, but, he, but even outside of Chicago, he doesn't go to certain, like, events where you can go get a quick bag for just performing at a venue or for a quick nightclub he's not about that and to see him perform man talk about a time machine music literally is a time machine 
I knew he was going to win as soon as I heard Love Sosa come straight on. I never played music so loud in my house. <laughs> it was 12 o'clock. I didn't care if the parents were sleeping. The grandparents were sleeping. The kids were sleeping. The nieces and nephews were sleeping. The aunts, uncles, anybody in the house could have been sleeping. Love Sosa was going on full bass. And he had him come out. Come on, man. Yeah, that was what crazy. else could he ask for? That, that was, was fire. fire. He doesn't know. perform for anybody. You can't yeah. get him at Coachella. You can't get him at Rolling Loud. You can't get him anywhere. So is is, is is Tank the the guy in boxing now? Is he the Mayweather? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mayweather camp. I know he left Mayweather's camp because he's undefeated. He's halfway to Mayweather's record. Uh, you know, so he feels like, you know, even though I'm like 50% there and I haven't lost like Mayweather, he wants to get more money and he doesn't want to be a part of Mayweather's uh, promotion. And that's understandable. And you know, why, why is that it. understandable? Honestly, I don't, I don't I, know. I, I don't know. So tell me, honestly, yeah. to, to be honest, good, good for him. If he thinks he doesn't need Mayweather anymore and he wants more money, then sure. Me personally, I was giving the political answer saying, you know, yeah, that's understandable. Me personally, I don't think it's understandable because Mayweather brought you up prime, picked, did everything for you. Technique, cardio training, you named it, camped, the best of the best expertise, fitness coach, training coach, diet coach, sparring coach, you name it, jabbing coach, you name it, against the ropes coach, you name everything Mayweather camp covered for his first 20 plus wins and zero losses and now he wants to go and switch and do his own thing so he can make more money if i'm mayweather i would be so upset but kudos to mayweather he still went in the ring he supported his brother because he's like i knew this kid since he was a very young youth seems a very young youth and he brought him up taught him boxing and everything and he's literally gonna be he's literally the face of boxing after this victory and for Mayweather to still be in the ring supporting him after the whole business stuff has, you know, fallen apart, mm-hmm. that, that that's good to see. That's good to see. That is it's good. more than money at the end of the day yeah. for Mayweather. It seems like it's more than money at the end of the day. Because a lot of people would have said, gave him the middle finger and pushed him aside. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I, I, I a lot of people who be giving right? the middle finger and pushing aside. Yeah. Don't yeah. even get me started. Yeah, man. Uh, I was actually going to bring that up just now. There's there's been yeah. a lot of disrespect, a lot of disrespect put, put on Pusha T's name. A lot of disrespect, unnecessary. Just insert this clip right now of why Jim Jones was talking about why Pusha T is in his top fifty. Isn't in his top fifty. Listen to this Breakfast Club interview very clearly. Every word. Can you sing along the five Pusha T records right now? His records. Yes. His records. Yeah. Name I love pushing nostalgia. Oh, you was a Pusha T fan. You know, you know. I didn't know he had fans like no. that. Can you name five Pusha T records? No, his records. See, but no, see, can you no? But can see, you rap to but, five push? I'm, I, can I, I can't rap five. No, all right, no, can you can you rap to but five? Also, wait, wait, wait. Can you rap? If I push a T, if I push a T records, not the records he's featured on. If I push a T records came on right now, could you rap them? You could rap five push T records. Yeah. Could you, could you, look, wait, could you rap five Pusha T records right now if they started playing? Where should I even begin? I feel like you should talk first because if I talk first, S is going to be like, yo, why are you yelling again on the pod? So I'm just going to chill out. What do you think? That's funny. 
first of all, I'll say this. Name five Jim Jones songs. Name five Jim Jones songs that don't include Diplomats or Dipset. Name nope. them. Name them. Can't do it. Name them. Name them for me. I, I bet you could do one or two. Okay. I bet you could do one or two, right? Bowling. Right? Yeah. Right? That's one. Does that count? Yeah, that counts. We'll give him yeah. that. We'll give him that. Anything else? What else you got? I'm being I'm being facetious, obviously. I'm I'm yeah. joking. But at the same time, he what he said about Pusha can probably be applied to himself. I think Pusha T has had a better career than Jim Jones. Especially between being a Grammy nominated artist. Huh. Talk about it, man. King Push. Put it on the record. Between all of it, man. Between successfully, I this is this talk is, about I, it. This is another thing I'll say. Successfully being able to transition mm-hmm. out of a group to Ooh. being a solo artist, which is something that Jim Jones cannot say, bro. Yeah. He can't say. He really can't yeah. say it. He really can't say it. Yeah. Yep. I'm sorry. So that's my piece. I th- he's tripping. That's what I was saying. He's tripping. He what's is with the, why is tripping. he even hating on him? That's my question. What's the you know why come from? You know why Jimmy Jones is tripping? Because the person you've idolized for your whole career finally brought you out. Drake brought you out, you know, in front of all of Harlem. And he made you feel so special on stage. And he told you that, yeah, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. But you know, Drake says the same thing to everybody, right? Drake's been on the tour for the past six months, thinking everybody on stage, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Yeah. The same language he told Talk to him. Drake, told to Lil Wayne, Talk told to, to uh, ASAP Rocky, he told to Future, he also told to Cameron, he told to what? Uh, oh, uh, Joel Santana, yeah, I named two other people in the group who are better than you. When it came to that versus Jim Jones, you were the weakest link. If I'm Cameron, I would kick you out of the group so fast. I would said, Look at you, you're bringing down our value, our net worth. Look at you on this stage of the versus in front of everybody. Yep, we're going very, very, very hard right now, and you are so drunk that you're stumbling over verses to the record you want to claim the asset earlier balling? Come on, man. Yeah. Cameron can only do so much. Joel Santana can only do so much. You're the weakest link in the crew. Your greatest album couldn't even come a comparison to the mixtape of Wrath of Cain. You want to talk about styles and nobody wants to dress like the clips. What happened to that boy? If it wasn't for copyright infringement, we'd play that song, fam. <laughs> they dressed, they took the whole style. Birdman and Wayne took the whole style of clips, the babes, the overdressed t-shirts, all of that. You it's documented in history. Jim Jones, I'm sorry. I know Drake brought you out on stage. You made you feel super important. But man, Jim, you get cooked like crack. Jim couldn't hold a a candle to King Push. You're only famous in New York. Nobody knows you outside of this. 
You could never funny. get. It was funny because it backfired on him also. The clip. Of course. Charlemagne was like, yeah, I could name yeah. him very easily. Of course. And DJ Envy obviously can't name him, but he couldn't even name Chloe Bailey's either, which was funny. I thought that was really funny. Did you see that clip? Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. I thought that was hilarious. It, it, it's, 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 the, the, the disrespect is, is ridiculous. Pusha T left the group of Eclipse because his brother was trying to find, you know, higher learning and trying to, you know, get himself in the church and be better for his family. Sure, he put the drugs away, but Pusha T did a 10-year career solo. I'm talking Neptune's production. I'm talking Pharrell. I'm talking Chad Hugo. I'm talking Kanye West behind the boards. How many artists do you know that every single year they do an album, they're Grammy nominated? I can't name Talk a few. About Definitely it. not you, Jim Jones. Definitely not you. If it was a versus, it would be 13 to maybe seven. And that is me being very, very nice. It would be a lot worse. You'd have a very, very long day. You want to talk about what they've done for the city? Pusha T has done more for New York City than you have done for New York City. Pusha T, president, good music, designer on the label, super hot record, made sure he caught it, picked him up for the song, on the album, took it to another stratosphere. Jim Jones, I don't want to hear you, man. You you, you are forgotten of Dipset. You're a Dipset's worst member. Sometimes I pray at night and I wish that Cameron promoted freaky Ziki to the better position than you because you well you, you chilling with Mano now doing lobby boys albums and mixtape that mixtape was trash you sold five thousand copies at most <laughs> like let's be honest right now don't ever disrespect Pusha T again don't ever fix your lips to talk about him in that way just the disrespect is 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 so yeah, okay it's so laughable it is, it, it, is laughable. Laughable. it is laughable, but like, all right, you, you're going OD now. You're going too crazy, man. You're going too crazy. You you sound like you teen, you sound like you're, you're in Pusha T's camp, bruh. You said, <laughs> no, it's, it, it's, it's so disrespectful. What has Jim Jones done? Solo career, even on the group. He literally was the reason why they lost the verses. If he gave 80% during that verses, they would have stood a better chance. You can't be coming to a versus drunk off Henny, drunk off the Remy, trying to remember your your bars. Mm -hmm. You have to do practice. This is your profession, right? Yeah, remember that one time S we S S wouldn't show up to work without knowledge. I wouldn't show up to my my job without knowledge as well too. Why do you think it's okay for you to show up to your job drunk and ready to perform? I Not up, acceptable. I show up to this podcast with a blank sheet of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's why you, you know you do. You coming and out. That's why basis. it's the no good but podcast. But if you didn't do a part of six months, if you if you didn't do a part of six months, you wouldn't come in with a blank slate. Anyways, that's, that's why it's the no good podcast, baby. That's why it's the no good podcast, baby. I've seen I've seen people you've I've seen people you interviewed. Don't do, don't say that. I've seen people you interviewed. Are you telling me not to sell myself short? Me how professional so justice is. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We ain't doing that. Don't. No, I'm not saying sell yourself short. I'm saying don't give him bail, you feel me? You know what? <laughs> I, 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 I can hear the I can hear the the you know passion in your voice when you're talking about Jim Jones and, and uh Pusha. I really can. I feel mm -hmm. that same passion when we talk about the 50 For Jekyll? Well yeah. 
Yes. When we talk about the 50 Cent and Lil Wayne versus, this is off topic. I'm just throwing it to you. But um, like, it just, oh, yeah, I went, so, so I went through it recently because mm-hmm. I wanted to give 50 a fair shot. You know, I wanted to listen to his tracks. I obviously listened to like Get Rich or Die Trying, listen to the album after that. I listened to like all the essential stuff. And I still think it's a wash. <laughs> I still think it's a wash. I I will say I will say I think Fifty wins more rounds than I probably initially re- yeah. <laughs> said. But yeah, I still think it's a wash, man. Yeah, he yeah. he'd probably thirteen seven. Probably him. Uh, Little Wayne versus uh, Fifty Cent be thirteen seven. And then Pusha T versus uh, Jim Jones would be <laughs> Jimmy Jones, yeah, whatever. Would be nineteen one. Would be nineteen one. I'm not running around, but I'm not gonna be that mad. I'm not gonna be. No, Jim Jones. Has, I'll be like sixteen four. Nineteen one is a little bit old. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, if he can do, if he can do the, if he can do the dipset stuff, then Pusha can do the clip stuff, and then. <laughs> and then yeah, you know, all right, sixteen four. I'll, S. I just wanted to rant. I can't eighteen two. I'm gonna look way too biased. Two. I'll, I'll I'll give him sixteen four. Eighteen two. What is he gonna do? The ad libs on Hey Ma? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you say I'm disrespectful for my. I know, I know, I know. I, I have the bottle. Yo, but listen, I have it. I have. I have it in the tuck. Yeah, I'm like. Listen, I'm like Javante Tank Davis. I just be. I, I'm a fish on this Glock. I'm a fishing with the. I'm a fishing with the punches, but you know, one mm. liver shot to Jim Jones yeah. and call it a day. You know, like his catchphrase says, "Man, ain't no safety on this Glock, man." Oh man, Javante Davis, but beef. J Cole, Little Pump. It's been five years since J Cole told Little Pump he gonna be on Love and Hip Hop. I want to ask you, uh, first and did foremost, did he do it? Is he on? Is he on Love and Hip Hop? No, not yet. Honestly, I don't think he's um up there yet to get onto Love and Hip Hop. I don't think he has the the clout to get onto Love and Hip Hop. But he is doing well overseas. I'm not saying he's not making money. He's making money overseas. Hey, so is Six Nine, bro. You see him. You see him make that song uh, in Africa oh, somewhere. Word, yeah. I don't know where. Yeah, yeah. yeah he made he making World Cup music now. Dude got beat in, in, in LA Fitness, and now he's making World Cup music, and he's making FIFA music. Yo, Yo tell I, me I'm lying. I saw someone say y'all beat him so bad he flew to a different continent. <laughs> This dude has so much CTE. This dude's the god of talking about, like, yeah, my brother's oh, over here. Let's make a record together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man. All his songs right now, but you know what, like though? FIFA music. I will say that, like, that, like, provides other rappers who will be shunned in Western culture an opportunity. He actually yeah. show, he shows an opportunity here. I bet you, like, isn't, like, uh, Riff Raff huge in Australia or something like that? I swear I, yeah. I've heard that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, there's some of the Killer Roy and stuff like that are pretty huge in uh, Australia and stuff yeah. like that. And I, I tell, to be honest, sometimes I do like to do pocket watching when it comes to artists. So I look at what they charge for ticket sales. And when it comes to Killer Roy, his ticket sales are pretty high for general admission in Australia. It's lower in America. So I guess it for certain artists, it depends on what country you're popping in. Because mm-hmm. Killer Roy couldn't charge over a hundred bucks for a concert right. in America, but he can in Austin. Can't he? Really? I'd be surprised at that. I feel like there's Killer Roy well, fans. Here. I sent you a link today for Coil uh, Coil Ray tickets, brother. And they're twenty bucks a rebel. 
I'm not going to watch Koi Leroy, though. I feel like Koi Le- Kid Leroy, yeah. man, there's so many uh, Leroy's. I, I do this all the time on the podcast. I mix up Kid Leroy and Koi Leroy, or whichever one <laughs> oh, it is. Koi Leroy, yeah. Fusion Rants. See, now you Both got me confused, bro. Yeah. What the hell? Um, Kid Leroy is... Kid Leroy. Uh, yes, he is pretty big here. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I've seen him do a bunch of stuff. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm completely wrong on this. I have no idea. Uh, but I've heard songs, so definitely bigger than Coil Ray. Maybe I don't know, man. Who knows? Who knows? Um, when it comes to this J. Cole and Lil Pump beef, though, it is funny that like five years later, he was almost completely correct about the way Lil Pump was going. Not gonna lie to you. It was literally the exact same. Uh I think that's funny. Yeah. I think that's funny in general. Let me ask you this, okay? Uh the fake Drake and Weekend song, okay. It dropped. It had 1.4 million streams. Yes, sir. And did you hear My the favorite new, segment? Did you hear the new Drake? Yeah. Uh, it's cold outside song or whatever. Uh, they dropped another one. Whoever mm-hmm. it is dropped another song. This is getting out of hand a little bit. I'm not gonna lie to you. It someone's is, gonna, someone's gonna drop a Drake EP. You know. <laughs> I, I I told you guys last week on the pod, and this is my favorite segment. Maybe one day we'll add a little drop for numbers by the week, and we'll do a little like do 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 like some like daily double, some Jeopardy type of stuff. <laughs> but until then, we'll figure it out. But we literally talked about it. I told you guys last week, Universal had to put a stop to this because niggas was putting Michael Jackson on a drill type B, and it was going crazy. And I'm not gonna lie. I listened to it so many times, so many times, dude. That Michael Jackson song was so fire, dude. The he dude, on the on the drowned out 808. Oh my gosh, your ears would love that. The second to none. I'm gonna let you guys know about this later on. I can't plug it right now, but we'll definitely let you know. DM us. That type of stuff does so well. So I'm not surprised they did 1.4 million streams. On the Drake and the Weekend song, and the also recent Drake and Drake song that came out a couple of days ago, that also did a million streams as well too before they took Damn. it down. Yeah, that's pretty nuts, man. That's pretty crazy. I mean, like, I'm not surprised because, like, it's 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 a like you can understand why people would like the song. You can. It sounds yeah. like a Drake song, although I like it doesn't sound too. It's not like it's coherent. I still I have no good conspiracy theory. What? But uh, I don't I don't feel like it's that appropriate. Nah, whatever, it's appropriate. So since Drake and Meek Mill got back together, I feel like Quentin Miller is just literally behind the scenes drafting all these new Drake songs <laughs> and then sending it to the AI autotune to have it pitch correct exactly to Drake. Because now Quentin Miller doesn't need Drake when he has autotune to literally <laughs> do Drake for him. So if he's writing all the songs before. That's good. Cut out the middleman. That's cut good. Out Aubrey. I like and that. then That's good. voila. Aubrey gone, Quentin Miller, ta-da. No I more looking at Zealous. If, if I'm Quentin that. Miller, I'm super mad. How angry would you be? You become such a great songwriter for for Drake, and then Meek Mill tries to you know help the situation, and then Drake and Meek Mill get back together, and you're left out to dry in the dust, <laughs> and no more money for you, and your life's done, your music career is a shamble. Drake forgave Meek Mill, but what about you? Nobody wants to work with you because you're blackballed in the music career, dude. That must suck. It, it probably. I'm does telling suck. you, 
villain so, origin so, story. So you think he's you think he's behind it, man? That'd be a funny. <laughs> that'd be a funny story. That'd be like a funny short film or like a movie or something. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like Swarm, if you will. You know, Have, did you watch oh, Swarm? Did yes. you watch Swarm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think? I watched the first. Uh, I watched like half. I watched like the first five episodes. It was cool. Cool. It was cool. I like the uh, different scenarios. It's yeah, cool. it's kind of interesting. It didn't it give a little bit of an Atlanta vibe though. Yeah, to be honest, uh, maybe because I'm not super into films and I'm not that knowledgeable. But after the first two episodes, it may sound stupid, but I thought it was like an, an anthology series because the cast changed in the second episode. So yeah, it definitely, it definitely was, it definitely is an anthology series. But so I just one, thought it would have been that for the rest. Yeah, following one main character. Yeah, um, I gotta ask you because obviously Swarm had Damson interest in it in one episode. Did you finish Snowfall? I can't. I I'm not willing to talk about it because I didn't finish it. I I have mm-hmm. a season left ahead of me, but I heard it was crazy, bro. I heard it was crazy. Um, yeah, it was it was very good, and you know what? I like to admit when I'm wrong, and it's now the fourth week I've been on this podcast apologizing. For how bad Snowfall has been and how I was going to give up, this season has really, and I mean, really changed things around. Like, to end this series on this way, like, the last season was not good at all. And I'm pretty sure S hasn't even watched it or all of it, but he's already seen the memes. But this season, um, it, 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 it was very good. And I won't I won't give any spoilers, but... um. <clears throat> Just for like a lot of the listeners out there, it broke down a lot of like the stigmas for just like being like in a in a, in a community where it's shut up on like like doing vlogging or you know doing behind the scenes footage and stuff like that, and to see like a representation of like how John Singleton was feeling like that in that moment, and how some people like kind of shunned him, and then later on, you know, they're more accepting because they're like. We rather somebody who looks like us tell our story rather than it be sold to somebody else. And that image was very good. And I'm not giving any spoilers and I won't let you guys know how it ends, but this story has been told for a very, very long time. And it was it was very good to see. <laughs> and just the same just the same thing. You know that that barbecue stuff where you just like Almost like a, a a double compliments, like hey, yeah, you'll do well, but you won't get the Oscar, you know. <laughs> a lot of that mentality when yeah, it was yeah. happening. It's like, yeah, I see what you're doing, you're choosing the hood, but you know the white folks ain't gonna give you the Oscar, my brother. <laughs> and you know, Damn. he didn't win the Oscar for it, you know. But uh, to to be even nominated, it was was a was a was a feat in itself, man. So a very good series, man. I loved how they wrapped it up and how they paid homage in a very very respectful way to John Singleton. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Good, good finale. Good, good. And once you get caught up, then we'll have a little 15-minute debate and we'll talk about top five series in that category. And then we'll, we'll see we'll see who lands we'll at, see. at the end of it. Yeah, I'm really interested. Um, I haven't been watching it. I told you at the top of this pod that I was, I've been watching Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, that's... Oh, that's nice. What, yeah, I've, I've just been rewatching The Sopranos, mm. uh, getting into it. I did still, that last year, yeah. Nice, still nice. on season one, so I, oh, I'm nice. just I'm just going through it. it. It's always fun. You always, bro. The more and more I watch it, the more I realize that, like, truthfully, yes, it's a drama show. It's HBO. Mm-hmm. It's all that stuff, but it mm-hmm. really is a comedy. Like, I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing my ass off 
every single episode you're just you're consistently laughing it's yeah. one of the funniest shows yeah. on t- <laughs> like it's it's <laughs> it's gold it is comedy gold um yeah that's good i will and b- uh, before before you uh, switch off of the sopranos i ha- i have to say my mom gets upset sometimes when I watch like all these like gory films. She's like, "Oh, that's not super good for you to watch." But since when she was younger, she watched The Sopranos and she's seen it on TV. She's completely fine with that. And I'm like, "Ma, do you know what goes on in The Sopranos? There's killings, there's murderers, people getting yeah, dropped by bodies, listen, listen, swimming listen. with the fishes." Listen, <laughs> she's they okay don't, with that. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't see that. It goes back to the start of the podcast. They don't really specify. It's this thing of Oz, right? <laughs> it, it's this. It's the gabagoo, you know. It's it. It's it's, uh, it's it's the unsaid. It's the unsaid. It's it. No one really knows. Everybody knows, but no one knows that everybody is in the mafia. And it's nobody just, knows. And nobody knows. Yeah, damn right. But no, I that's this in the party all night. <laughs> I really not get knifed. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's what i've been watching i watch i, I yeah. still got to catch up on the latest episode of succession from this week uh caught up on oh, ted wow. lasso ted lasso so good this season of ted so lasso good. is incredible i'm like every uh, very good yeah every episode afterwards i'm like man i love that show that's such a good show yeah, i'm sad it's finishing i'm sad this is the last season it, it's the last season yeah Oh no! Well, you shouldn't tell me that. I'm gonna have a mental breakdown in the podcast in front of our <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try and be professional for the last closing bit. But honestly, guys, I don't know how I'm gonna be for the rest of the night because I'm watching it. I'm like, wow, this season is really, really good, and they've gone to so much character development for every single cast that we've like been with for over the past couple years. And now it makes sense because us is like this is the last season, so no wonder why they're doing so much character development. I knew yeah. it was too good to be true. Okay, I'm not gonna break down on the podcast, anyways. Yeah, I have. It's, it's been just because fishing. like <laughs> it's it's just been yeah. such a classic show. I think everybody it has been good. Like oh man, it's 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 already such a banger. The new actresses that it are is. actresses and actors that are on that show have gone mm-hmm. and started to do other projects. So now you're seeing them in other things. Um, yeah. So it's just, it's cool, man. I like it. I'm, I, I'm, I'm glad I actually kind of appreciate, you know, succession is ending in season in this season as well. Yes. I sort of appreciate shows that don't linger. It's like, you know what, man, we got the story. We got four or five seasons and w- this is what we're telling you. And Ted Lasso was like, we've, oh. al- we've always had a three-season plan. This is the plan. Let's do it. You know? Oh, so you're talking about how Succession took a shot at Billy and said, like, yeah, we were one of those series that want to stay yeah, on there I like for that. forever. We, co- we know the story we have to tell, and then we wrap it up, and it's grand opening, grand closing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of saucy saying that, eh? I I like that. I I agree with Succession. I agree with Succession there. You know what, though? I'm still mad about HBO only doing one season of Watchmen because that was incredible. I know it's a limited series, but, man, that one season was – That one season is maybe one of the best seasons of television I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to end the podcast now because I know my best friend, him and the Watchmen, talks about this all the time. Every I'm, time still I'm, like, I'm still he, mad. I'm still mad. Ladies, he loves the show and this comic and everything about Watchmen so much with a passion. Yeah, I have you know? the thing right here. I actually have it right here. It's I, on the stack of books. I guarantee you, Eskid Freestyle, 40 minutes right now, just talking about the Watchmen and how important it is to, you know, 
the comic book landscape and not everything even the going comic book landscape. It's the just, best you know comic me. book oh, sorry. ever. Okay. It's the com- okay. it's the best comic book okay. ever. It is the best <laughs> comic book ever. It's not it's, there's okay. no dispute thing. Um so yes. Uh okay. that's that's all I have we'll to save that for another podcast. Outside of that, I gotta go finish beef. I got a, a couple episodes left in the docket. I gotta finish attack a titan. All of that. Until next time, I'm tired of the gimmicks. Tired of the nuisance. Tired of the people always think they on some new shit. I'm tired of the non-believers. Feel like if I put in work for someone else, then my time is cheated. So Maybe it's time that I venture out. venture out Find me a home to never stress me out Because life is too short Yeah, 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 yeah baby, life is too short And I'm trying to make the most of it But most of it seem to come only when you boast a bit Close to it, shoot my shot but usually I holster it More racket, more alone I feel when I'm holding it Sit back, reflecting how I got here Sit back, reflecting how I got here. Sit back, reflecting how I got here. Sit back, reflecting how I got here.